0: This is the One Thing Podcast where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. Time is your most valuable resource. The problem is most people spend their time instead of investing it. And the waste amplifies when you look at the people that you work with. If you can't focus on what matters most, you end up working longer hours and sacrificing your personal life. We help people like you Implement a system to turn your big vision into action steps. Instead of just being busy, you'll be productive and achieve extraordinary results both professionally and personally. As a listener of this show, you know that while the principles of the one thing are surprisingly simple, they can sometimes be challenging to live. What stops most people from living the one thing is the system which we call the productive system. This is part one of a six-part series where we're going to walk you through the six steps of the productive system. The first step is to transform how you think because thinking drives your behavior, which drives your results. Once you change the way you think, step two is to cast a vision by identifying your core values, setting someday goals, and based on those someday goals, setting five-year and one-year goals. Once you've cast your vision, step three is to build a plan. By creating a one-page business plan we call a GPS, which creates clarity and alignment across your team. And once the plan is created and everyone is on the same page, step four is for you to prioritize your activities. The pieces of the plan that you're responsible for so you know what you need to accomplish this week and this month to be on track for your year. Once you've got clarity and your priorities, the fifth step is to take action by time blocking so your calendar reflects your priorities and your one thing gets done. And finally, the sixth step is to build habits around the activities that make achieving your goals possible. In this episode, we're gonna walk you through the first step, transform how you think. As you listen to this episode, if you'd like us to help you implement this in less time, With less stress, head over to theonething.com. That's with the number one in the URL, theonething.com. Individuals can learn about our Living Your One Thing training membership. And if you're a leader and want to discover what it looks like to transform the productivity of your whole team, you can request a consultation. We'll line up a time to connect. Just head on over to theonething.com. With that, let's get into the episode.
1: If you're like
0: most people, then growing up, school didn't teach you to pay attention to the quality of your thoughts, even though they create our reality. I know for me, it wasn't until back when I was in medical device sales, when my colleague had the stroke, my income got slashed by 40% and I started surrounding myself with the right mentors, was the first time I heard people very purposefully talking about the quality of the thoughts that they had, the type of books that they read, whether or not they would listen to the news. They treated their mind like it was the most valuable part of their body. And they guarded what information would go into their mind because they understood it truly influenced their reality. And that has set with me ever since. And as we fast forward to where we are today, I'm reminded by something that I've heard Gary Keller say so many times, which is a leader's job is to teach people how to think. It really does boil down to that. If you are a leader, which all of you are, you are a leader in your life, you're a leader in your family, you're a leader in your friendships, and you may happen to be a leader in your organization as well. Your job as a leader is to teach people how to think. Because if you can do that, then the people around you will be able to get what they need when they need it. And since all leadership begins with self-leadership, your job as the leader of your life is to make sure that you start teaching yourself how to think so you can get what you need when you need it. Here's the problem. There are all these lies (laughs) that we fall prey to. These are the lies of productivity that are highlighted in the One Thing book. And today we're going to talk about three of the six lies that stop us from transforming how we think. I learned the first lie the hard way. When I was first hired, I was asked to cast a vision for the organization and to turn that into a plan, which we're going to get into these steps in part two and part three of this six-part series. When Jay told me that they wanted me to create this plan and to present it to them, I said, I'm happy to do it. I'm sure you and Gary have a vision for where this organization might go. Do you mind sharing that with me so I can make sure that my vision is in alignment with it? And he said, you're absolutely right. We have a vision. And we're not going to tell it to you. When he said that, it really made me stop. I'm confused. I'm going, why wouldn't you? And then he explained, he said, Jeff, my job as a leader is to teach you how to think. If I give you the vision that Gary and I have, we would bias your thinking. What we want to do is we want to see what you're going to come up with without being biased by the way we've been thinking because maybe we're not correct. We want you to bring that to the table, present it to us, and then we're going to play bowling. Gary and I are going to be your bumper rails. We're not going to let you go off into the gutter. If we think you're running in the wrong direction, we're going to ask you questions to help you stay in the middle of the lane. It left such a deep impression on me. So I got to work. I cast the vision for what I thought the organization would look like. And once I had this vision, I turned it into a plan. And the day came where I sat down with Gary and Jay and I presented each of them a copy of my GPS. A GPS is a framework that we have to create a business plan that fits on one page. It stands for goal, priorities, and strategies. Again, we will get into this in part three of this series. I handed each of them a copy of the GPS We looked at the goal. We talked about it. we were all good. And so I started walking them through priority number one. Gary and Jay asked a bunch of questions. I remember answering them, asking if we were good to move on. And Gary looked at me and said, sure. So I went to number two. About halfway through explaining number two, Gary started asking more questions about number one. I remember thinking to myself, oh, he must have just forgotten. (laughs) (laughs) So I answered the questions, asked if we were good to move on. And he looks at me and says, sure. I finish up number two, start talking about number three, and Gary goes back to number one. It was in that moment that I felt like Ben Stiller, where he's with Robert De Niro, and he feels like he's not in the circle of trust. That was me. It was so clear to me that there was a reason that Gary kept going back to number one, but I could not figure it out in the moment. I clearly forgot the title of the book. (laughs) I did the best I could. I answered the questions, asked if we were good to move on. And he said, sure. I'm talking about number three for about 10 seconds. And he stops me a final time. And he asked, Jeff, do you need to do number three in order to do number two? I said, no. Yes. Do you need to do number two in order to do number one? I said, no. He then asked me to draw a line between number one and number two. So I pulled out a sharpie, took the cap off, started pulling a line from the left side to the right side of the page. And then he says to me, you know what? Even better, rip the page in half. And he just waited. I set my pen down. I picked up the business plan and literally tore my business plan in half. Then he said something that, changed the way that I viewed time. He said, don't even think about number two or number three until you've earned the right to. It was in that moment that I realized my entire career, I had fallen trap to the number one lie of productivity, the lie that everything matters equally. I had this vision for the organization. Based on that vision, I had created a goal that if we just hit this goal for this year would put us on track for achieving that vision. And in order to hit the goal, I had these top three major 20% priorities that would drive 80% of the results. And I woke up every day dividing my focus, moving number one forward a little bit, then moving to number two, then moving to number three. The problem was these were not Independent dominoes standing up randomly. These dominoes were lined up. You know, from your childhood, if you stand dominoes up correctly and line them up correctly, all you have to do is tap the first one and everything else becomes easier or unnecessary. But I was dividing my focus. And as a result, I wasn't driving anything successfully to completion. And as I reflected on my career, I realized, oh my gosh. This is what I've done my entire life. Where in your life are you looking at all the things that are on your plate and telling yourself the story? I have to get it all done. We're going to challenge you to ask, do you? Do you really? Is everything that's on your plate of equal importance? The answer is no. Yet if we look at how we go through our days, once we fire up our computers, most of us check our email. And we check email until we have to go to our very first meeting. We get out of the meeting, we have five minutes. So we check email. And then somebody swings by or calls us and asks, hey, do you got a minute? And because you're a team player, you say, yes. And you go through the day it's time to wrap it up and you find yourself wondering, I was really busy. What did I get done? That is a result of us spending our time and it's a result of us falling trap to the number one lie of productivity. The lie that everything matters equally. The opportunity is for us to recognize that yes there is a lot of stuff on our plate. We have more to do than there is time all of us. And If we want to transform how we think, we've got to start looking for the 20% priorities that are going to drive 80% of our results and not divide our focus, but instead take a page from our childhood, view them like dominoes, stand them up, line them up, and just whack away at the first one first. Inevitably, when you start to do this, you are going to fall trap to the second lie of productivity, which is the lie of multitasking. I remember thinking that multitasking was a skill. In fact, I even remember listing it on a resume as I was early in my career. Yet when I read the one thing I came across the research that showed that when we multitask we actually waste 28% of our time. Now here's where this gets interesting. If you work an average 40-hour work week, 28% is 1.4 work days. Almost a day and a half a week wasted cuz we try to do many things at the same time instead of doing one thing at a time. And when you extrapolate that out over the course of a full year, that's 70 business days, seven zero, meaning that's over three months of work. So, hypothetically, if you stopped multitasking and only did one thing at a time, you could accomplish the same amount you're currently accomplishing in a year in three quarters. Think about that. You could take a third of the year off and still get the same results if you truly did one thing at a time versus everything at the same time. Now, in the spirit of transforming how you think, do you think that the mark of success is that you walk away from this episode always having clarity on your one thing every day and never multitasking ever again for the rest of your life? No, it's not because the path to getting everything you want does start by getting one thing at a time. And that means you have to think big, cast a big vision, and start by going small. And trust the dominoes will fall. The moral of the story here is that we know everything does not matter equally. It's about identifying the one thing that matters most in that moment. And when you're doing your one thing, just do your one thing. You can ask yourself, is this the time that I should be responsive To the channel of email. Is this the time that I should be responsive to text messages or team or Slack notifications? The answer is probably no. But the challenge is you're a good person. You want to be there for the people that you care about, whether that's your team, whether that's your family. And so we leave our email open because we don't want to miss something. We allow our phone, to ring, to ding, to notify us because we don't want to miss something. But in the attempt to make sure that we don't miss anything, we actually drop the ball on the thing that matters most. So here's the solution. If doing the most important thing is the most important thing, treat it like it's the most important thing. Give yourself permission to shut your email down for 10 minutes. Give yourself permission to put your phone on Do Not Disturb for 10 minutes. Give yourself permission to go to the people that are most likely to distract you when you're doing your one thing and tell them proactively, hey, for the next 10 minutes, I'm focusing on my one thing. If you need something, it would mean the world if you would hold it for 10 minutes. You will be amazed at how The world can actually flow around the time that you have blocked. And if something truly is an emergency, it finds its way to you. And in those moments, your one thing changes. For any of you who have kids, if you got a call right now that one of your kids was in the hospital, you would not still be listening to me because your one thing would shift immediately. It would be so clear that listening to this episode is a distraction and your priority would be meeting up with your child. It's not that your one thing is set in stone. This can be flexible. You can move with this. But we've got to transform the way we think, identifying the thing that matters most. And when we show up to do that one thing, we need to recognize that we can give ourselves permission to say yes to our one thing in that moment and say no to everything else for a sliver of time. And this leads us to the third lie of productivity, which we'll discuss when we get back from the break. Welcome back. The third lie of productivity is the lie of a disciplined life. How many of you have ever attended a class, a conference, listened to a podcast and said, Oh, that's so good. I'm going to do that. And you started to, you put it into action. Only to find yourself not being consistent with it. We've all been there. And this is us falling trap to the third lie which is the lie of a disciplined life. Now, don't get me wrong. Discipline matters. It's important. However, it's a lie to rely on it. When, we, when you hear somebody who says they're a disciplined person, what you really see is someone who is leveraging their discipline to form habits. F.M. Alexander said it best. People do not decide their futures. They decide their habits. And their habits decide their futures. You do not decide your future. What you do decide are the habits. And if you form the right habits, your habits will automatically carry you to the future that you desire. So the question is, how long does it take to form a habit? Well, based on research out of the University College of London back in 2009, what they found is that the point of automaticity, when it requires the least amount of discipline, the least amount of willpower just to maintain the habit, it always takes some to maintain, is on average, 66 days. I was surprised when I read this because I remember thinking 21 days, 30 days, but on average, 66. And sometimes it can be shorter, sometimes it's longer, depending on the complexity of the habit. But the moral of the story is you've got to stick with it. So we know everything does not matter equally. We know it's about identifying the one thing. That if you just did that, everything else would be easier or unnecessary. Recognize that multitasking is a lie. So you should treat your one thing like it is your one thing. And if you actually want to be the type of person who lives this way moving forward, You recognize that a disciplined life is a lie. The opportunity is to leverage your discipline for a relatively short period of time. On average, 66 days, where if you just did your one thing every day for roughly 66 days, you would become the type of person who does their one thing as a habit. It requires less discipline. It requires less willpower. And then you earn the right to ask the question, What's the next habit that I can form and you can start habit stacking? So based on everything that we have covered so far today, how have you transformed how you think? What's one thing that you heard today that really resonated with you? That if you just focused on that, would give you the highest return on investment of your time? And how might you put this into action? What's the one thing you can do to put this into action? Search for that answer. This episode will be an investment or an expense based on your ability to identify that answer. So unlike other podcasts where you may just keep listening and then listen to the next episode, if you don't know that answer yet, pause the episode. What's the one thing you can do to put this into action? search for the answer. And if you'd like us to help you implement this in less time with less stress, Check out theonething.com. Again, that's with the number one in the URL, theonething.com. Individuals can learn about our Living Your One Thing training membership. And if you are a leader and want to discover what it looks like to transform the productivity of your whole team, we have a very simple 90-day program where you'll be able to weave this into your weekly team meetings so it becomes a constant topic of conversation. And your employees feel like their leader actually supports them focusing on the most important things. Just head on over to the onething.com and click the request a consultation button and we'll line up a time to connect. In the next episode, we will talk about the second step of the productive system, cast a vision. If this episode has brought value to you, first, please pass it on. Think of one person that you can share this with and share it with them. And if you're new to the show, click the follow button so that all future episodes are automatically downloaded to your device of choice. And please consider leaving us a rating and review. I would love for you to call out that you listen to this episode and share how it's transforming the way that you think. We read every single one of them and I would love to see what you have to say. And remember, the path to getting everything you want starts by getting one thing at a time. Think big, go small, and trust the dominoes will fall. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. We look forward to being with you in the next episode.